the college football experience. SMU Mustangs at the UCF Golden Knights Wednesday night college football game preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Do that and then let it ride. Hey, it's Scooby right here, aka Shark Dog, listening to SGP and let it ride. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. SMU and UCF Golden Knights Wednesday night college football preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when Dundee happened he was a superstar I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy (laughs) I mean I hate to be the guy that roots for a hurricane just so we can get some weekday college football games but you know sometimes I have to be that guy I don't wish harm on any people all right don't wish harm on any people, but I do wish for rescheduling of college football games because they sell us short every single week. They need to think outside the box. And thankfully this has happened. And now we have SMU at UCF on a Wednesday night. I mean, look, before we dive into this game, which we're going to break down um, college football, great job on Friday, right? Nebraska Rutgers, Houston, Memphis, UNLV, San Jose state, Colorado state, Nevada. Okay. I'm happy. I'm happy. All right. And then even on uh, we have the Ivy league game Friday, Harvard and Cornell. All right. So we got all that. Now, if you only use that on the weekdays, all right, spread it out. I mean, look, I, I'm happy with that all being on Friday, but why is there zero on Thursday? Oh, because there's an NFL game on Amazon, right? Who gives a shit? There's room for both college football is always played on Thursday. I'm just going to quickly look at the schedule right now. I have it here right now. Okay. Virginia tech's playing pit. That's always been a Thursday night game. Put that on Thursday. Yes, Virginia Tech's offense is shit. It's 14 and a half point spread, but just give us some football on Thursday. I would put that game on Thursday. If if Pick Dundee was in charge of college football, I would put Virginia Tech at Pitt on Thursday. And I would also oh, what else do we have that we could do? James Madison, Arkansas State. Boom. Done right there. Two Thursday games. Oh, Wednesday, we have this, the UCF uh, SMU game, which happened by an accident, essentially. But uh, I would also quickly add in, oh, Middle Tennessee UAB. Boom. Wednesday night. Put it on ESPN. Put it on CBS Sports. I don't give a shit. Right? Also, oh, hey, Maction, right? Why not? Why not Kent, why not Kent State, Miami, Ohio, Toledo, North, uh, Northern Illinois? Put that on Tuesday and Wednesday. All right. Also, East Carolina, Tulane. That would be a great Wednesday, Thursday game. 
look, it doesn't take a lot to, to, to think of these things, folks. Shout out to the chat. WV punch drunk one. Yes. Let's fucking go. Shout out to Juan lane, Elliot longhorn 77. Uh, I only like college football games that are played on days that end with Y. damn right, baby. Let's go. SMU UCF at the moon bounce. And it's funny how many comments I get saying they're not the golden Knights anymore. They are to me. All right. You can't just drop the gold off the fucking Knights. All right. For decades, you were the golden Knights. Fuck you. You are the golden Knights. All right. But we have a great matchup at the moon bounce and it's kind of a contrast in styles. Um, before I guess I'll get into that, we have Rhett Lashley and I don't know if you guys have caught some of this story. I was reading it uh, this morning from the Dallas news, Dallas morning news, uh, a development that uh, multiple SMU players plan to sit out the rest of the season with intention to uh, preserve their, their red shirt year and enter the transfer portal. Uh, well, that's something I wish we knew a little more of specifically what players I know that wide receiver, Roderick Daniels and uh, safety chase uh, Carmarty, but uh, I wonder if there's more, that's something we should monitor. Uh, obviously this is Rhett Lashley year one. I don't know why these players are that surprised though, because Lashley went to Miami for what one season prior to that he was at SMU. So I guess unless they transferred in or something, or just were freshmen a season ago, they should know Rhett Lashley. And I don't even understand why the panic when you look at SMU's season thus far. Okay. You're two and two, but I think you're probably better than two and two. You played right now. TCU, you played TCU to a one score game. Yes. Did you did, did that get dressed up a little bit? Sure. Got an onside kick, but either way, an eight point loss to TCU, who looks really, really fucking good right now. Not a big deal. And also the Maryland Terrapins look, and I'm the first to hate on Maryland. I can't really hate on them too much right now because they look the part. Their defense looks improved, uh, and they I, I did take them on the over this year, but I, I still will, sell, will will tell you that I think they look better than what I envisioned them to be, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And that was a that was a close game. So you look at at okay, uh, you know three or uh, seven point loss to Maryland, eight point loss to TCU. Combine what those teams have lost. What what is their combined record? Something like nine and and one or eight and one or something. Yes. Pretty pretty good job so far, I would say. Yes, you lost those games, but you're probably better than than what your record represents currently. Yes, you beat Lamar, you beat North Texas, and that North Texas win looks a little bit better after what they did to FAU. Um, so I don't really understand the the leaving part. I really don't. And then you have UCF, who uh, was one of my top plays. I know my number one lock was Kansas over two and a half wins, but for season win totals, I took UCF over eight and a half wins. They're three and one. Um, but I'll be honest, I haven't been as impressed with them. The Louisville game stands out. Also, uh, they just haven't looked as good to me. And sometimes Gus Miles on who I think is a decent coach, but I also think he has a tendency to outcoach himself. Go watch that Louisville game, and I don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, clearly Louisville made adjustments that seemed like Miles on did not. And uh, they paid the price for that by losing that game. I thought they should have ran John Rice Plumley a lot more in the second half um, and found creative ways to run him, uh, but they didn't. Uh, and they're three and one, so I'm not panicking. But I will say this is kind of a pivotal game for the over under for me because you look and say, okay, well, if for some reason they were to lose to SMU, they still got to play at Greenville, North Carolina, and ECU, who looks pretty good. Uh, and I will play my fucking music. Leave me 
Uh, but then they also play Cincinnati, who who looks really good again. Uh, they play at Memphis at the Liberty Bowl. They're four and one. They're a little bit better than what I thought. And then they play at Tulane, who looks really good. So this is like a huge deal to me here uh, that they win this game. And I'm concerned because I don't think they look as good as I thought they would look. They look pretty good, but they don't look. I thought they were going to win the AAC this year. I've I'm now what five weeks into the season. I'm convinced Cincinnati's going to win the AAC, and if not Cincinnati, I think it's Tulane. And if, if really, if I had to pick a third team, it might be ECU over UCF. Uh, but they're right on the neck, neck and neck there. Um, but uh, you know, this is only five weeks in. Maybe they'll continue to get better, and that's why we have this 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 season and this game. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this matchup. It, they are contrasting styles because. Uh, SMU, obviously Rhett Lashley does a lot of air raid concepts and they pass the ball. Tanner Mordecai, the Oklahoma transfer flings the rock all over the field. Um, and UCF meanwhile, can't throw for anything. You know, they they've struggled throwing the ball. If anything though, UCF has been a great rush team. Currently they're the number three rushing team in the country. All right. Air force and army are the only two ahead of them and they run the triple option. So you can basically say, uh, they have the best rush offense in the nation. You know, that's non triple option. Um, yes. Uh, and then you have the fact that SMU has had a hard time defending the run this year. They're giving up a, a large amount of carries. Uh, I'm sorry, a large amount of yards per carry. And, uh, and then UCF, they last year had a decent pass defense. Now they haven't really faced, I would say they still have a good pass defense, but they haven't really faced a full on pass team like uh like SMU yet. But they did take down Georgia Tech, they took down Florida Atlantic, they took down South Carolina State. The Louisville game just bothers me when I think about it. But anyway, let's let's get into it because John Rice Plumley I thought was a gigantic I thought it was the most perfect transfer to UCF. And I still believe it made sense. For him, I would have done that too. Because I think that was an offense that made sense to to you uh, for his skill set. He has been pretty fucking good this year on running the ball, but when it comes to passing the ball, I think that's your game plan. If you think S- if you're an SMU fan, you want to win this game, shut down and limit the run and make John Rice Plumley beat you in the air. I don't know that he can. Um, yes, he's got five touchdowns, three interceptions. He's averaging 206 yards throwing per game, which you could say, hey, that's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, but he is, he is uh, just completing 59% of his passes. I mean, that's somewhat decent. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's easily your game plan though. And that's what Louisville did in the second half of that game. Louisville made the adjustments, but I also thought Malzahn coached into that. Like I thought Louisville made some adjustments to limit the run game. They started to own the line of scrimmage on the defensive line. But I also thought they didn't get creative with running Rice Plumley. They were just trying to run, and I felt like they like Malzahn tried to throw more with Rice Plumley. And I go, dude, what are you doing? Like that's not his game to sit back there and drop back and, and and throw the ball all around. He's not that accurate of a passer. You know, he's a hell of an athlete. But you got to get creative. In my opinion, I I would have gotten way creative with running him, with running you know the other backs, and even so some of those fast wideouts that they have. 
from the uh, from the ground game though, it's not only Rice Plumley. It is uh, Isaiah uh, Isaiah Bowser, the uh, the Northwestern transfer. He's pretty fucking good too. He's coming off a game against Georgia Tech though, where only got three point seven yards of rush, nineteen carries, seventy yards. Um, but he's been pretty good this season, and I think you mix in him, and then if you haven't seen this kid Johnny Richardson play, this guy's got speed. I think they got to find creative ways to get him the ball too. And uh, you know, the way that SMU's played defense thus far, especially against the run, I think there'll be a lot of avenues for explosive plays between Plumley, uh, Bowser and Richardson against this defense. Uh, they're not calling for rain. They're not calling for, it should be a, a nice night out there and, and at the moon bounce, but uh, the ground game, I think could really be uh, the reason why UCF wins this game. If they can just focus on that, like I said, SMU, if you find a way to shut that down, I think they'll cruise to a victory because I don't think Rice Plumley is capable of beating you in the air. Um, wide receiver wise, though, if they do have success in the air, it will be Javon Baker and uh, and Ryan O'Keefe. Those are two good wideouts that UCF has. Uh, so perhaps, you know, maybe he's more accurate. Maybe he continues to get better. You know, I've been wrong before on shit, but I, I can tell you that I thought that's the one flaw he can, he can complete some passes, but he's not, if you're just sitting, if you if your game plan is to just have him sit back and, and dissect you, that's not going to happen. And that's what happened in that Louisville loss um, for SMU though. And SMU is a team that to me, I think they're probably still going to contend in the AAC. They're kind of the one unknown. We kind of know the way the AAC will shake out. I feel like with the exception to them, I feel like Cincinnati's the top team. If I had to do the power rankings, Tulane would be two. Like I said, then you, you say UCF or ECU, I think would be three or four, right? But SMU is kind of the one that I don't really know. I don't really know. Then you have, you know, obviously Houston and Memphis and they'll, they play Friday night. We'll figure out who's better there, but SMU is kind of the wild card. They haven't played a AAC game yet. So this is a big game for them. They both had the same amount of time off. Um, and you look at, you look at SMU, Tanner Mordecai, they have two capable quarterbacks, whether it's Preston stone, who was a huge recruit for them or Tanner Mordecai stones actually completing what I think he's gotten in a little burn. He's completing, I think 86% of his passes right now, but he's only got like seven passes or something like that. But um, Mordecai only completing 58% of his passes. But once again, you got to remember he's going up against, he's gone up against two power five defenses thus far. Um, Mordecai, 12 touchdowns, five interceptions on the season. They got some, some really experienced wideouts. I know Rishi rice. I feel like has been there forever. Uh, Jake Bailey, as well as, uh, as Moochie Dixon also gets in the mix. Um, the run game surprisingly, cause they brought in a lot of transfers in the run game, but it's been Trey Siggers, the, the, uh, the North Texas transfer that has been their top guy. Uh, they don't commit that often that much to the run, but him and then Velton Gardner, a Kansas transfer. And then, uh, and then surprisingly, I thought Kamar Wheaton would be a bigger impact on the SMU offense. They're still, I think Mustang fans are still waiting for you to, to figure or waiting for them to figure out how to, how to use Wheaton correctly. But uh, maybe this is his coming out party. Uh, by the way, folks come play DFS with us. Cause we're doing a DFS for Wednesday night. Uh, we tweet that out. We invite you to come play DFS with us every, every shit, every uh, week, the, every game that every day that we have games, if that makes sense. So uh, check us out there at TCE on SGPN. Give us a follow and you are invited to come play DFS with us. We're going to talk more about this game, but first I got to get a spade. I want to tell you that the UCF 
SMU Wednesday night game preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite show because they give you included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time right now. You can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo TV.com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by the Elias game plan app. Yes. Whoever wished that, uh, you know, before every NFL game, you could get up to date and accurate information before placing bets or perhaps locking in your fantasy lineup. I know I do. Um, well, now you can with the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA and MLB. And whether you're part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or just a huge sports fan or stats nerd, uh, Elias game plan has everything you need. And you're probably wondering what is this Elias game plan? Oh, it's only the most trusted name in sports bets or sports stats. I can't talk the Elias sports bureau, the official statisticians of us pro sports league since 1913. And look, the app will help you. They'll help you draft your fantasy lineup. They'll help you with gambling advice. They'll give you the up, most up-to-date stats, injury reports, all that good stuff. Uh, so take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias game plan app today. And you can choose from three game plans when you subscribe weekly, monthly, or annual, but I, I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. So what are you doing? Do that. Just go to uh, use our promo code SGPN 25, find the Elias game plan app in the app store, or Google play store, and use that promo code. Once again, SGPN 25. All right. We are back talking little AAC Wednesday night football. What's not to like. And by the way, if you're listening to this, make sure you check out, I have the coaching hot seat episode that we're going to do in a little bit here. So stick around uh, in about 30 minutes. I will be live talking the coaching hot seat uh, and firings going on in the college football world. Shout out to the chat. GBO Farb says SMU rolls. They've looked good so far and UCF has been disappointing. I, I agree. Um, so, uh, yeah. And, and WVU punch drunk one says, I thought the UCF offense would be way more explosive. I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, but maybe, maybe this is their coming out party, you know, uh, especially, you know, Louisville's not known to be a great defensive team. That game, when Louisville shut them down the second half, I think they shut them out the second half. You say, how, how, you know, you, you Louisville has not been a juggernaut defensively in years, decades, probably So shit since Charlie strong was there. Um, that, that's that, that was concerning. And then, I mean, what they got Georgia tech, but well, Georgia tech's been a mess this year. Uh, this, this matchup by the way, and, and I should mention that uh, UCF owns this rivalry. If you want to call it a rivalry, whatever they've played 10 times uh, UCF, Eight eight wins to SMU's two, but get this: SMU whooped UCF's last. Or, geez, I can't talk today. Whooped UCF's ass last year, uh, as they won fifty five to twenty eight. So Miles on what zero and one against the Mustangs, uh, and it wasn't even close. They lost by what twenty seven points. 
Uh, the only the only other time SMU beat them was back in 2011 in a 38-17 game. They did meet in the CUSA championship game back in 2010, I think, with my guy June Jones. Shout out to him, friend of the program. Uh, and UCF won that one 17 to seven. Um, but this matchup, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like uh, the place will be lit. So you got to favor UCF a little bit there. Um, looking at some of their numbers this year, uh, SMU has been pretty good on third down. And I think that could be a, a deciding factor in this game is if they were able to sling the ball around and really Tanner Mordecai you know, is can convert these third downs throughout this game on the road. I think that could be an X factor, but I will say this UCF had a great pass defense a season ago. I think it was one of the better ones in the AAC. So maybe, maybe this plays into their hand. The fact they're going up against the air raid, maybe the key for SMU winning this game besides shutting down UCF's uh, rush attack is for you, the Mustangs own rush attack to get going. Might be because I think traditionally that's been the weakness of UCF. It's been their run defense, not their pass defense. So can Tanner Mordecai and Rhett Lashley put together a game plan that can attack them on the ground? They got a number of capable running backs that have done a great job elsewhere before in college football. So perhaps that is the angle. Um, yeah, and by the way, SMU currently the eighth best passing attack in the country. The contrast here is awesome. This is why. I prefer this is one of these ones where like I prefer uh college to pro is because you have two different schemes. And and pro you see a lot of copycat schemes. You see the same stuff, you know, for the most part with a lot of different NFL teams. What makes college football so compelling to me, from one of the many reasons, obviously the fans, um, but also you get the uh the matchups of styles. And it's really cool to watch the chess match of the styles go back and forth. Um but uh so you have UCF, the sixth best run team in the nation, right? And they have struggled to throw the ball. They're only averaging 206 yards a game throwing the ball. Uh, then you have SMU, who's the eighth best pass team in the nation. And also, they have only averaged 153 yards on the ground, which is terrible. 124th in the nation right now. So the contrast in styles, they are just completely different football teams. This should be a fun one to watch. Um, the over under. Is at 63. Like I said, last year they played. Now that one was in Dallas. Uh, but they SMU almost got that by themselves. They put up 55. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if they're just baiting us into taking it, but I am all over the over here. Knowing that there's no weather, I did a weather check just a minute ago. I'm taking the over. I think the over is the play all day here. Uh, what am I missing? What am I missing here with the, the with it being this low? I don't understand. Um, anyway, uh, next up, uh, I want to talk about the actual spread. But before I get there, I gotta get us paid, folks. We got a lot of ads. My apologies, but I'm gonna tell you we're brought to you by PromoGuide.us. PromoGuide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. Yes, and I gotta say we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they have some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win. They'll more like tell you where to get the best odds on that team, how to track down, how to cash in big on all the constantly changing promotions that are out there. Uh, so go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent tracked, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. Make sure you check out promoguide.us. We're also brought to you by no house advantage. Yes. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy platform available today. You can play in pick them contests 
versus other people for a shot at winning 250K in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks, and climb up the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app and get a first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Let me tell you about Trade Coffee. It is a coffee subscri- subscription service, unlike anything else you've ever tried, because they partner with the top independent coffee roasters to freshly roast and send out the best coffees in the country directly to your home on your preferred schedule. Their team of experts do all the work, taste test hundreds of coffees from across the United States every month. They curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. I mean, holy shit, that's a lot of coffee. Uh, And honestly, I know several people now that uh, have gotten this. I've got it personally. It's fantastic. People rave about it. Um, I personally rave about it for, for American coffee. I think you're not going to find any better. So what are you doing? Support some small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home. It's time to try trade coffee right now. Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your, uh, their first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. And what I love is it has a bet tracker because you get me in November and December, and I got action on forty different sports. I feel like uh, this organizes it for you because I you ever log in and see like oh shit I forgot I made that bet in your accounts either more or less than what you what you had. This organizes it for you, tell you or remind you. Uh, so go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we are back talking Mustang football. The chat is in there. Hey, Dundee, be sure to tell Kramer that the college shows are favorite of them all. Shout out to you, WV Punch Drunk, and I will tell him that. Um, so look, this this game, let me ask you this who do you think the better coaches? Right, lastly, we just don't know that much. Four games as a head coach, he's young. We know, and that's another thing with those transfers leaving out. They're putting together a great NIL deal, which is crazy. You would think you'd want to leave that because you're about to be paid, probably paid better than a lot of a lot of other universities. So interesting. But then you have Gus Malzahn. He's won a national championship, but I tend to think Gus has a tendency of coaching himself out of games. Do I think he's a good coach? Yes, X's and O's wise, I think he is a very good coach. But at the same time, he also shoots himself in the foot way too much, and they get a lot of his teams get overly gimmicky. I know that these gimmicks would play. I mean, Nick Saban had a hard time sometimes when, when Alabama was playing Alabama or I'm sorry, when Alabama was playing Auburn, sometimes they would have a problem with all the great gimmicks uh, uh, that, that he can dial up. However, I also think he's lost tons of games when Auburn was the better team or, you know, they played opponents way closer than they should have because he shoots himself in the foot. So he's a very interesting coach to me because you never know what you're going to get with Gus Malzahn. Um, this line is sitting at UCF minus three and it's, it's, it was at three and a half. I even thought I saw, no, I think it was all three and a half or three that I've seen throughout the week. I'm going to ride UCF. It's a lot of time to prep. I think the, the home environment might save them here. Um, and I also think the fact that UCF's pass defense last year was the rock of the defense. SMU is going to have to run the ball 
to win this game. And I don't know that they're going to commit that much to running the ball. It'll be interesting to watch. I cannot wait for this matchup. I'm going to take UCF minus three uh, SMU's run defense has been a problem. I think even though they might load the box, uh, I think UCF is going to have success no matter what rushing the ball. Don't outthink yourself. Uh, C- Coach Malzahn. Uh, I'm on UCF minus the three, but this game is awesome. It's a huge game in the AAC folks. If you're just, maybe you're not betting on it. Maybe you just, if you just like to see a great college football game with major implications, this is one. Uh, I think, you know, the fact UCF host Cincinnati, the fact that SMU, uh, I think they, they get Cincinnati in, in Fort Worth, I believe if let me double check that, but this is just a huge, yeah, they do on, on uh, the 22nd of October. So this is a huge game because the, the team that wins, this is going to have an upper hand on perhaps playing in the AAC championship. I can't wait. Uh, and you're right. GBO farms, SMU has played better teams. They really have. But I'll tell you this, if you got an extra week off, cause they, they technically used a bye week last week because of the storm, you get what? 10 days of prep. I think it's, I think Gus Malzahn's a better coach on that much prep than Rhett Lashley is, or at least obviously Rhett Lashley's a little unproven. So I don't want to bag on the guy too much, but I trust Malzahn after 10 days of rest to dial up something to get, to get uh, some points perhaps that we're not seeing. Give me UCF minus three. I know GBO Farms is on SMU. Cannot wait for this matchup. Uh, and tomorrow we're going to be recording our pick show while this is on. So we invite you to put the pick show on, put it on. Uh, you know, maybe your phone, your iPad, and you can have the game on at the same time. Let's do this. All right, uh, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience, and remember, in like 15 minutes, I will be going live talking college football coaching carousel, hot seat, who's going to be getting fired. So stick around. Subscribe to the college football experience. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. We just dropped uh, the, uh, the Baylor bears preview today on the college basketball experience. We got Iowa state, Kansas, Kansas state. We just did as well. Those are all coming. Check it out. The season tips on November 7th, right around the corner Uh, SMU and UCF fans. I think your guys' teams are going to be pretty good in the AAC. So get ready. We're going to preview you guys too. So Check us out over there. We come together as one on YouTube as the college experience. So youtube.com slash the college experience. Check out all the other feeds too: sports gambling podcast, NFL gambling podcast, MLB gambling podcast, NHL gambling podcast. As that season gets closer to tipping off. What do you say with hockey to skating off? Uh, Anyway, folks, uh, get the SGPN app, check out all of our platforms. And thank you for, for tuning into this episode. Cannot wait. Um, also check out the discord. Come talk this game with us. Hop in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. UCF SMU style. Can't wait to see the moon bounce rocking. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Because when you're in East Carolina, you go for it every time. Team speed for Christ's sake. You get- the Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack Ken Foot, and he wants an indoor, I heard an indoor stadium. The Redskins cannot play indoor. 
your appetite bad round. You're losing. You're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. So we've got to go beat on this next week. We'll figure one game at a time. Congratulations. Okay. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off.